Hey, we have just a short show for you today because we are still sort of in and out of the office, kind of our summer hiatus. When you're done listening to this short show, we want to suggest another show you can listen to, and that's Microphone Check. Hosted by Ali Shaheed Muhammad of A Tribe Called Quest and Franny Kelly of A Tribe Called NPR. It's a show about hip-hop. They talk to the biggest names and best-kept secrets. From behind-the-scenes players to the next generation of rappers, producers, and artists. You can find Microphone Check at npr.org slash podcasts and also the NPR One app. We got a note from Mike. Mike says he wants to know how not to be startled when walking down the hall at work. He says that when he's walking down the hall and someone comes around the corner, he jumps. On the line with us now is Bill Mott. Bill just retired as the garrison sergeant major in the British Army. Now, one of the things he did was he was uh, one of the guards out front Buckingham Palace with the big hat. People are always trying to make him jump and smile. So he has some experience. Bill, do you have any advice for Mike? Is Mike a little chap? Is he a big man? Uh, it sounds to me as though he might be a little fella. Yeah, uh, you know, we don't know. We, all we know is that uh, he is occasionally startled at work. So maybe you're right. Maybe he is a, a little guy. Um, I, I, I feel sorry for him uh, if he has got this as a dilemma that he needs to ask advice. I, I, I think that all human beings have, have different degrees of uh, being startled or how you react to different things or incidents or your reaction to cold water, for instance, or people tapping you on the shoulder. And, and I think, to be perfectly honest, that uh, this gentleman that's got in touch with you to ask this question, uh, that's his way. That's how he will always be, and I don't really see <laughs> there being any other way unless he fits a lot of mirrors on a hat around his head. Um, so that he, as he gets to the corner, he's got a mirror looking round it before he gets to it. So possibly the only the only solution for for Mike is a kind of gadget where he could see around the corner in <laughs> advance. Yeah, yeah, or perhaps if he starts to get into his mindset that it doesn't matter who's round the corner, uh, I am going to be okay and happy with myself when I confront them. So, Bill, in your military career, when you were on duty, I imagine people tried to get you to crack a smile. Yeah, and I'd smile. You would? Um, yeah, gosh, yeah. I think there's an interpretation of the, the letter of the law. And I think that when you get a lot of young lads, they're perhaps overawed uh, with being on duty or being in that sort of uh, a situation, or they're very, very simplistic in their view and they don't want to smile and they're happy to just stand and not so much switch off because they're there for security as well as ceremonial. But we, we all play a game, and, and if it requires me to be serious because it's just fools that are acting the goat, as we say in, in the UK, acting the goat meaning uh, being stupid, being silly then, no, I wouldn't smile. Yeah. But if it's a genuinely nice uh, young family or something of that nature that's trying to get me to smile, then that's a different kettle of fish. Hey, Bill, what do you call that giant black furry hat that you wear? Bearskin. That's the bearskin. Yeah, and I've got one here with me in post. Is it heavy on your head? Um, it, it, it can be, because with it being a natural fiber... It means that in 
uh, inclement weather, in the rain, uh, the rain will hold it. So subsequently, it, it can get a little bit heavy. And it's like with anything, um, even if you're wearing a, a light berry or a, a baseball cap, if you're not feeling well, it, that tends to be uncomfortable to wear and you have to take it off. Yeah. So wearing a bearskin cap um, can get a little bit heavy, but it's a case of getting used to it. My understanding is everything is so regimented uh, and planned. And I'm, I'm curious, is there uniform underwear? <laughs> no. Okay, Bill. So uh, let's go back to Mike. Now, you, you've also trained soldiers, right, for protocol and drill and stuff like that? Yes. So if you had to train Mike, uh, who gets startled uh, walking around the corner at work, what kinds of things would you tell him if he was in your charge? Okay, I would tell him, if he was going around the corner to the left, I'd tell him to stick over to the right-hand side of that avenue or that hallway so he was further, further away from that left corner as he got to it so that he had a little bit more time to get around the corner and be prepared to be startled. Yeah. Maybe. All right, let's, let's set up another scenario here, though. What if when Mike turns the corner, uh, there he runs into Her Majesty the Queen, what would you tell him to do then? Um, impromptu is the best way of looking at that analogy. And in a, an impromptu situation, I would savor the, mo savor the moment and make the best of it and enjoy it for all it's worth. And if it was Her Majesty the Queen, then I would bow, neck only, down, uh, neck only to the head, and then say, Your Majesty, very good morning or very good afternoon. I hope everything is okay. Seize the moment. I wonder if... If he just did that, no matter who was around the corner, if he was prepared with, with uh, sort of a level of ceremony, if having that in his head might help him face anyone. Well, yeah, uh, exactly. And if he's got in his mind that whoever's around that corner, I'm going to say hello to them and make them feel happy uh, meeting me, then it may well be that he's a little bit better with, with, uh, regardless of the confrontation. I like that. It's it's optimism is is a solution. Couldn't agree with you more. Well, Bill, thank you so much, and hopefully this will help out Mike. Well, I hope it does, yeah. But let Mike know. I'm more than happy to meet him. I'm living here in Washington D.C. now, uh, before I retire at the end of the year. And if Mike wants to meet up, I'm happy to go for Starbucks, and we can discuss his going around the corners and being intimidated. Okay, listener Mike, you heard this advice um, from Bill. We're going to test it. So over the course of this show, we are going to pepper in some sounds to try and startle you. If you can make it to the end of the show without jumping out of your chair or standing position, um, I think you're ready to face the hallways at work. Hey, Mike. Hey! Now it's time to tell you about our sponsors... This episode of How to Do Everything is made possible by Stamps.com. There's never a convenient time to go to the post office. With Stamps.com, the post office is always convenient. You can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your computer 24-7. 
Use the promo code EVERYTHING for a no-risk trial and a special bonus offer. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in EVERYTHING. That's stamps.com, enter EVERYTHING. We heard from Jay. Jay says he listens to How to Do Everything on his way home from jazz combo rehearsals. Jay, these next 15 seconds are for you. The jazz combo you get, you get a piano and, and fries and a medium Coke. Are you sure about that? This I don't know a lot about jazz. Because I was thinking that perhaps these were combos, which was a pretzel filled sure. with cheese, um, that know that play jazz instruments. You know, by the end, uh, Miles Davis was just filled with cheese. What kind of cheese was it? Was it a kind of blue it cheese? Was a kind of blue cheese. Hey, Mike. That does it for this week's show. What'd you learn, Ian? Well, I learned that the guards at Buckingham Palace, they can smile if they want to. That I was surprised by that, too. I thought that that was, like, against the law. Yeah. Turns out it, it's just over the long history of the British Empire, most of those guys have been in a bad mood. Do you think that's all it is? Like maybe, like, if you just would, you could say something that would cheer them up, then they would smile? I worry, now that I think about it. What if they all have really tall heads and those are actually skin-tight hats and it's just uh, all of them happen to have a little bit of a strange head? It's it's like a furry do-rag. Yeah. Just if you take if you took it off, it would just be a, a tall 2-foot tall forehead. Wow. That would probably make you mad. How to do everything has been produced this week. Technical direction from Lorna White. Our intern is get us your questions at howto at npr.org. And visit our website, howtodoeverything.org. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, Mike. You accidentally bought skim milk. (laughs) 